So I think we'll just continue to do that. Five episodes, take a break for a week because it was nice mm-hmm. to take a break. It started to become a lot. Yeah. We'd gone for a month and 6,000 followers on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Wherever At Wherever It Goes Podcast, go check it out. Join the community because I think we're going to need some help coming up with ideas if we're going to continue this for very long on what to talk about mm-hmm. so we'll post questions on our stories and stuff and have our audience yeah. kind of contribute yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you add a lot what so we had a lot of mean comments too and oh, so it was yeah. nice to take a break from that too yeah those comments started to get to me in this last week i did not um look at any social media i didn't even open instagram or facebook or anything how many times have you deleted social media and then re-downloaded it so i've deleted social media because i've like i decide okay i'm done i don't want to do social media anymore like i don't want to look at it but then we started the podcast and i was like well if we're gonna do this podcast like i have to download social media to like keep track of how the podcast is doing and to reply to people's comments when they ask questions and but then it just started to become a lot and it started to it started to get to a point where there was a lot more mean comments than nice comments yeah um and i let it get to me a lot um and then so i deleted all of the social media again and then i, I forgot why i redownloaded it i think i wanted to like look up somebody on instagram or something but i've not been opening it at all to uh like look at the podcast pages or even my pages at all what i've been doing instead is reading i've mentioned that before Mm -hmm. that i started reading books what are you reading right now i'm reading the akatar series is that what the cool kids call it akatar yeah because it's called a court of thorns and roses but you abbreviate it to akatar okay um but anyway, it's uh, so good. I read the first book in like two days and then I loved it so much that I bought the second book right away. Like the second I finished the first book, I went straight to Walmart, bought the second one, finished that in two days, which is that book is like 400 more yeah. pages than the first one or something. Yeah, and I like finished three that in thick. two days. Two I've been st- <laughs> Yeah, I've been staying up till like midnight every night just reading. For hours and hours and hours. It's so good. I just cannot put it down. The storyline is so good. Um, so now I'm on the third book. It's Started surprising. it two days ago. And uh, I'm halfway through it. I've kind of slowed down on the reading. Because I've had a, I've kind of let like all the chores and like the house become a mess. Because I've just been so into reading. Any spare time yeah. I get where I'm not like taking care of the kids. I was like sitting down and reading. Even when you're feeding Shepherd, you're reading. Yeah. When I'm cooking dinner while I'm waiting for water to boil or something, I had my book in my hand. That's so crazy. Um, yeah, you usually go to bed at like nine. Mm-hmm. And now you've been going to bed at like 1 a.m. Yeah. Because you're just sitting there reading. 
Maybe. And I, he got me a book light. Yeah, maybe that was a mistake, <laughs> as you say. I was for a long time. I was using my phone flashlight, and I would like sit it on my chest, and I would like lay down and read my book with my little phone flashlight. And I was one day, I was like, Carlos, can you get me a book light? Can you order me one? Yeah. And uh, he got me one, and I've been using it every night since. I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but if you think about it, like. All those, all those times that I pick up my book, you, you think it's like kind of strange. Like I'm reading my book in all my spare time. But if you think about it, in all that spare time before I started reading books, I had my phone in my hand and I was scrolling social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was waiting for the water to boil while I was making noodles or something, like I had my phone in my hands. I was scrolling in the bathroom yeah. on, on my phone, scrolling. But now I'm reading instead. And What's crazy is that I find myself starting to talk how, like, books are written, if that makes sense. What in the world? Like, I've been using a lot. I've been using bigger words. <laughs> I've been using. Does it have a lot of big words? Yeah. Like what? There's just a wider range of vocabulary. Um, But I've been, like, using different words than I would ever use before and. I've been talking in like complete sentences and what's crazy is the dreams that I've been having. I thought that I would be like dreaming um, about like the book and the storyline, but I'm not. I'm dreaming about reading the book. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Yeah. You're dreaming. So your dreams are in you my sitting dream. There. I'm just reading. And and are you like seeing words on a page or like? No, no, it's what's crazy is like my dreams are the the story that I've already read replaying, but I can hear the words that I read and like the full sentences. It's really strange. So you're like watching yourself read a book in your dreams. I'm like, no, like I I'm reading the book in my dreams, but it's like actually happening. But it's like it's like you're watching a movie. But it's narrated, and the narration is what I read in my mind, and it's my voice. Okay, so you're you're playing out what you read. Yeah. And then you're like visualizing. Yeah, it's really. And you don't really crazy. dream, right? You don't. You don't really have a lot of dreams, so it's kind of weird I mean, for I, you to. I have dreams. I just don't remember them like the second I wake up. Like sometimes I can like remember very vague like memories of the dream but yeah weird it's really strange and not only that but like when i'm thinking to myself throughout the day just doing anything i start to like think in like book <laughs> i don't even know how to explain it i don't even know how to explain it like i'm thinking the way that and, the author has written the book you're kind of like narrating your own life in that way yeah i'll be like <laughs> Like, for example, I'll be like, in my brain, like, Phoebe will do something, and my brain will go, Phoebe picked up the <laughs> green, <laughs> Phoebe picked up the green marker as she twirled her hair or something like that. Like, my brain just starts to think like that. It's Weird. very strange. Yeah. Maybe you should write your own book. I thought about it, but, like, seeing how this, these books have been written... It's so, I mean, you have to put so much thinking into that and so much planning 
like who the characters are going to be and like you have to pretty much plan out and like like write their entire life's story before you even start writing the book you know what i mean yeah you have to obsess and create your own world i think of yeah like the hobbit is a good example of that or probably more more common example than a court mm-hmm. of thorns and roses because yeah the author had created this whole world with different languages and it's a lot of work sounds like a lot of work sounds like you have to have some sort of like you got to be on the spectrum to <laughs> no i i don't think that i could write a book like that because i don't have first of all i don't have the time to sit there and like think up a whole world and all these characters and their life stories yeah um but also i think it it would just take me like 10 years to write even one of those books seriously 10 years to write one there's so much it's just do you know how long it took the the author i don't know what's her name sarah j mass and she's new or i don't think so i don't know she has these books are new, she right? has a lot of no i don't think so or they're but just blowing up they're recently. just blowing up recently but um nikki told me to read it like two years ago when we went over to their house she was like you need to read this book yeah and i was like no nah, i'm not really much of a reader maybe i'll get to it um and then like a month ago it started blowing up and i was like you know what like i one of the things I wanted to do this year was start reading, so I guess I'll just read it. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. I would even say, I would even go as far to say that A Court of Thorns and Roses, and this is going to blow your mind, <laughs> is better than Vampire Diaries. Oh, my goodness. Does that mean you're going to read it multiple times? Probably. I've already thought about I've already thought about stopping where I'm at and rereading the first three. Just just because like the first time you read it, you're like, what? What? And it's like all these crazy things at the end of the book. And then I'm like, I want to go and reread it from this person's like perspective, from their point of view. It's just crazy. Also, they're making a TV show, not movies, but a TV show of A Court in Thorns and Roses. And rumor, I don't even know if this is true, but rumor has it that um, they have not, like, they have not picked a cast yet. And I, You're not. I have no acting experience. <laughs> None. <Yeah. laughs> no acting experience. But I want to audition to play Feyre so bad. How does, how does the book describe Feyre? Feyre, it, she's described... To look like me. Actually? Yes. Brown hair. Wings. She doesn't have wings in the... She's a human in the beginning. Ex- explain this to me. So what is what is this book about? Feyre is a human that kills fairies or hunts fairies? Or no. what's the What's the premise? She's just a human girl. Her family was very rich. Um, if you haven't read it and you want to read it, skip this part because there's going to be spoilers. I'm going to spoil it. But her family is very rich when she was younger. Her father lost his fortune. Her mom died. And then they were like in the lowest of low poverty that you could be in. And they were like on the brink of starving. So she decides, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to learn how to hunt. And so she goes and 
she like after a few years of like hunting she's out in the woods and it's the middle of winter so there's no animals out for her to even hunt but she happens to come across this deer and uh this she's going she aims her bow at this deer and then she looks over and she sees this giant wolf she sees this giant wolf um and she's like I wonder if that is a fairy because that is the biggest wolf I've ever seen. And what? humans hate fairies. Hate Wait. fairies. There's this giant invisible wall that um like separates the human realm from the fairy realm from so, Prithian. So she sees a wolf and thinks it's a fairy? Yes, because it's a gigantic wolf. It's not a regular wolf. That, that still doesn't make sense. So she because sees Because fairies because Fairies come in all shapes and sizes. When you say fairy... There could be fairies that look like animals. There could be fairies that have the regular wings. And then there's fairies that look like humans. Yeah. When you say fairy, I'm thinking... I immediately go to Tinkerbell. Yeah. But you're saying that it's that's not... It's not like that. It's not like Tinkerbell. So fairy is just a, a shape-shifting creature? No. Like, there... It's like a... It's like how... How humans have a bunch of different races... Like, in the fairy world, there's a bunch of different races of fairies. And so some of them look like us, like, look like well, people, but they have like, pointed ears. You're not ears. saying, like, there's black and white fairies. You're saying that there's Like species. That... Like species. So, so it's more different... like mammals or something. Like, fairies are, like, saying mammals or reptiles. Like, they're their own. What are, what are those called? Those aren't species. Yes. But what's your animal group or something so you're saying that they have different kinds of fairies yeah and some look like giant wolves no not but some of them can shape shift but they also all fairies have magic and so they can <laughs> yeah this, <laughs> i thought this all would be fairies simpler. have magic and so they can like disguise themselves it's called putting a glamour on them anyway so she's like this is a gigantic wolf i i wonder if it's a fairy but they're not allowed to come on this side of the wall so i doubt it but she had this ash arrow, and the ash arrow, it, ash is supposedly, it was rumored to be, like, the only thing that can hurt fairies. And so she gets out the ash arrow just in case, and she's like, this wolf is about to eat my dinner. Like, I cannot uh, let that happen. So the wolf attacks the uh, deer, and she shoots the wolf, and then she takes another arrow and shoots it in the eye. And then the wolf died, and she skinned it. And anyway. So it was a fairy? It was a fairy. Um, and then so they're inside eating this eating this deer that they just that she just killed, her and her family. And then this creature, this it was a fairy, but shape shifted into this crazy creature, um, walks it like beats down the door and comes in and is like, Who killed the wolf? Who killed the wolf? And then takes Feyre. And takes her to Prithian, which is the fairy realm. Anyway, that's as far as I'm gonna go. But <laughs> was that was the whole just, first book? That's no. Or? That's just like the first twenty pages. So that just sets up the rest of what happens. Yes. And so Feyre is a human, mm -hmm. and she's. It describes her as short, with glasses and brown hair. No. She's. It just says that she. Um, that she is not ugly, but not like the prettiest person. <laughs> <laughs> it actually says that about her. Yeah. She goes, I'm, she's like, I'm by no means ugly, but 
I'm also not as pretty as my sisters, <laughs> which I felt that. <laughs> and then uh, she, uh, it says she has um, gold brown hair, um, and that it's long. I don't. That's pretty much all it says about her, and that she's got like pale skin. Um, but I, I really like connect with things that she has been through and things that she goes through um along in the books and yeah like killing a giant wolf and then getting captured by fairies no it's deeper than that but i was like dang i really like when i picture Feyre in the book i see myself kind of um and i was like I heard that the Akatar series was going to be a TV show, and I was like, I want to play Feyre so bad. I want to play Feyre so bad because I feel like I could just do it. I feel like I wouldn't even need to act because I would just like, I just feel like I am her, you know? I have no never, acting skills whatsoever, but yeah, Sarah J. Mass, you. if you see this and you're looking for a Feyre, I'll, tr- I'll audition. I'll let you see what I got. I can sing. I would like to see what you got. Is, is there a lot of singing in the. No. She's a painter. She likes to paint. I like to paint. I can paint. Huh. Well, good luck with that. I think there's a lot of shows that you would like to be a part of. No, just that one. No, because you said you wanted to audition for Survivor. <laughs> That's different. That's not acting. That's like a game. But I be... think I could win Survivor. I really do. Because I don't know. I can be a sneaky snake. I think. Yeah. I think the way you would get to the end is you'd be you'd be that one person that they just bring to the end because they know you're going to lose. <laughs> Rude, first of they're all. Like, they're like, Emily's not a threat, so <laughs> I want her to sit next to me. But I'm, I feel like I'm always... You know how there's always that one person? Yeah, like, there's, yeah. And then, they, <laughs> and then when they all try to like give their pitch to the, the jury or whatever, that one person is like, well, I made it. And then no one has questions for that person. Yeah. Yeah, that That would not be me. No, I would be I I have faith that I would be like the top dog. I don't think you could be as manipulative as is required for you to make it that far. Has listen, anyone made it listen, that was like has anyone I, made it to the end that was completely truthful or I don't I didn't watch it. That was another show that you got really into. I'm not even going to comment on what I would do because I'm going to be on Survivor one you don't day, want to reveal and your... I don't want to reveal my strategy. Well, you can do it. No, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> you're so confident that you're gonna, you're one so confident that you're gonna be on Survivor, and then two, you're so confident that this strategy is gonna I, work. No, you know what? Honestly, I, what I honestly think would happen is if I went on Survivor, I would make it like a to the few, merge. I would make it to the merge, and the then merge. my back would give out. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, you would do a challenge and my back would you would have some sort of challenge where yeah, it puts you in a weird pose, like one that you have to balance something on your head or hold something up for hours. And yeah, you would you would pass out and then my back my back is so bad. They would have to you know, you would My neck and my back. Not (laughs) not the two other things. (laughs) Um you would probably collapse when they're walking in 
when they have to walk from I'm like, oh, I got a cramp. I got a cramp, guys. And you got to walk from the camp. The first challenge. No, the first challenge. They're like, you need to swim back. (laughs) They have to like raft me over there. Can you even swim? Yeah, I can swim. I'm a great swimmer. I I taught you how to swim. What are you talking about? You were really pregnant when I was learning how to swim. Yeah, I literally taught you how to swim. So what do you mean? Can you swim? Did you? Yes. I don't remember that. That was such a while We were at the. It was like three years ago. It was at the Dabney house and we were in the pool and you were, I was teaching you and Atticus was there and I was teaching you how to swim. And then you decided that when you went back to Yuma, you were going to go into the pool and like teach yourself how to swim. Well, they, we were doing a, uh, not a like triathlon. Is that run bike swim? Yeah. So we did that. And so I had to learn how to swim. I was fine at, at endurance and stuff. I just, my way of swimming is like keeping my head above the water and I know that you're doggy so, paddle. Yeah, well, kind of. It's like a doggy paddle meets freestyle, <laughs> like so, the frog legs. So I'm looking up, and I'm just like big, a big dog. Did you take swim lessons as a kid, no. like in school? See, is that a thing? That's just is that just a West Coast thing? Because you we, took swim lessons? I took. It was required. It in was school? PE. You yeah. guys had a swimming pool in your school. No, we had this, uh, the high school had a swimming pool and they would load, for PE, they would load us on the bus since kindergarten, kindergarten, I started swim lessons. They would load us on the bus. We would go to, um, the high school swimming pool and for an hour we would sit there and they taught us how to swim. Then we would take a quick shower, put our clothes on and go back to school. And then I, everybody that I've talked to and asked that question to that is not from the West coast, they're like. We didn't have swimming lessons. And a lot of people don't know how to freaking swim. And I was like, I learned how to swim so early. But I think also because it's a West Coast thing, like we're, there's like the the ocean there. So I think that, I don't know if that's like part (laughs) of the requirement, if that's why there's a requirement for us to learn how to swim, but. Weird. Yeah. No, we never, we never got taught how to swim. Our, so that was like a PE thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like every uh every year for like a whole semester. Well, we didn't even have it's weird. We didn't even have semesters. We had trimesters. So it was split up into three. And one one trimester of every year we would like PE was just swimming. Where did you go to school? Was it you went to school with like a hundred people, right? Like, you had a small class. I graduated with, like, 30 people. Yeah, I graduated with, like, 300. Yeah. So, I went to a... When I was very little, I went to a small school. Um, Like, up until third grade. That school got shut down because it was so small. Couldn't hmm. get the funds to stay open anymore. Um, So, then I ended up going into the closest town. Because our school wasn't even in a town. Um. It was like 20 minutes from the nearest town. And then so I ended up having to go to school in the town that we lived next to. And that was a lot bigger. It started in fourth grade. It was a lot bigger, um, huge, weird adjustment. And then I like started. So fourth grade, I went there. Then fifth grade, I went there for like a couple of months. And then we moved and I started going to Crow which is like this super small school. There was like probably 15 people in my class at that point. Um, and then I 
started sixth grade there and then moved back to the to the middle school from the original town that I lived in. Crazy. And then I went there and gr- stayed there until eighth grade. And I started my, I had my freshman year at that high school in that town, which was big. My class was like 400 people. Mm-hmm. And then started my sophomore year there. Dropped out my sophomore year because we had to move again back to Crow. And I, at that point, I was like, I don't want to go to Crow. I don't want to see those people again. Um, I just, I want to go to the, I didn't want to go to his tiny school. So I went to the next town over and went to that school, which was called Elmira. And it was smaller than the school that I went to, but it was the biggest school nearby that I could go to. So I wanted to do that. I went there for like three weeks and I was like, I don't like it here. I'm going to do online school. So I started online school and then I, something in me decided I'm not doing school anymore. Uh, I just want to work and I dropped out. And then junior year rolls around and all my friends are starting school. And that was the point where I was like, you know what? Okay. I want to get my life together. I want to do better. So I went to Crow, the tiny school that I originally did not want to go to. I went to the high school and the class was like, uh, so I went and they were like, you have to, since you didn't finish your sophomore year, you have to start your sophomore year here. And I was like, well, that really sucks because all the people that like these people know me, I went to school with them. I had to start my sophomore year over. So I was held back a grade. And, uh, I was really embarrassed because these people that I knew in high school or that I knew in like fifth and sixth grade, it was that all those same people, the town was so small, the class didn't change. Yeah. But they Um, were a year ahead of you. They were a year ahead of me. And I was really embarrassed because, and a lot of them, I know for sure. A lot of them were like asking questions like, isn't that Emily? And then they used my old last name that I had. They're like, isn't that Emily? And wasn't she in our class? Why is she held back a year? And like they would ask questions and like stare at me. It was really weird. Um, and I was so embarrassed. And so were you popular in, uh, in your grade then if you were, I guess you would, you would be like a year older than everyone in your grade. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't popular, but I definitely was like, I felt like a lot of them looked up to me in a way really weird i don't it was so it was such a weird school dynamic. public school is weird but anyway so the class that i was in it was like 20 people um the class that was one grade ahead of me at that point the class that i was originally supposed to be in was the biggest it was like 30 p- people and it was the biggest class that that district had seen in like years and uh so there was a lot less people in the sophomore class that I was in and I decided I talked to the principal and everything and I was like hey I really really want to graduate on time I do not want to do three more years of school and so I did a f- that whole year I did not only the regular school classes but I did online school as well um, to get ahead so I did my sophomore and my junior year in the same year um, and I worked my butt off to get to where I was. And then uh, junior year comes around, but I was a senior because I got ahead. So I was going to graduate on time. Um, and so, yeah, I 
was a senior that year, graduated on time. So I worked my butt off doing two years in one just to join the Marine Corps. Yeah, but that worked out because then you found me. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want our kids to go to public school, especially with what it's turning into. Yeah. If, if the only, I've thought about this a lot. The only way that I would let my kids go to public school is if they went to the school district that I graduated from. In Oregon? Mm-hmm. You think it was that good? It was. I had such a crap time in all the other schools that I went to to the point where it like drove me to drop out. Yeah. The teachers didn't care about me. The other students were rude. Um, and I just was done with it. I hated school. I hated going. Um, and then being at this tiny school that I graduated from, the principal was, first of all, the principal of that school was the nicest, most caring lady ever. And she did so much for me. I'm not going to go into detail, but she really did so much for me. And I can't ever thank her enough for what she did. Um, the teachers, they did so much for me. They stayed behind and stayed late to help me catch up. And they really took time to make sure that I was, um, I had to learn things really, really fast because I was doing two years in one and they just helped me so much. And so you think, uh, I think that the smaller, and then the students, it was like, it's so small that you don't really have a choice, but to be friends or at least tolerate everybody. So you liked that, you liked the relationships, like the other students and then the teachers and stuff like that. What about what you actually learned? Do you feel like you learned a lot and you know a lot because you went to public school? I learned a lot more at Crow than I did anywhere else. Um, and what I really liked about Crow was it not only taught like the basic, like math and whatever, like those things were important, but they had classes like agriculture. You could take agriculture classes where they taught you how to garden. We had a school garden and you could garden. They had mechanics where you could go and work on cars and they had welding. They had um, cooking classes like home, home, um, home ec is what it was called. We had that. We had, uh, I think that's what it was called. And we had flower babies which i think i told mm. you about before where it's yeah. like it was literally a bag of flour that yeah. kids would carry around and then at the end of the year there would be flour all over the school because yeah. all the kids were throwing their flower babies and and what i really loved was those classes that that i took they were so important and they taught me so much um but we also we were required to take a financial class and we went through the dave ramsey course which really helped me we were we were required to learn how to fill out a a ballot a voting ballot yeah um no one else that so i went practical. to school with anywhere else learned that stuff yeah it was practical stuff that we were going to use for sure i'm not since i left high school i have not used mx plus b equals y or whatever <laughs> you, like i don't you even got remember that right that. but you got it backwards y equals mx plus b like 
I've not used that. If you're planning on going to college where you're going to use that stuff, sure, it's important. Learn it if that's what you plan to do. But I'm, I used those realistic, everyday, like practical lessons. I use those every day. This is where, this is where you say, I'm about to expose big schools. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. It is an issue though. I think that it's there. Some big schools are really caught up in certain curriculums and, and making sure that the teachers are graded well, as far as, um, there's like certain things that the teachers, um, get benefits based off of how well the students learn. And so they're just, they're just, they just want the students to regurgitate information so that they look good. Yeah. And that's what our school felt like was the teachers really, every, every test that we took that was for the state was like, you guys need to do well on this so that we look good. Yeah. It wasn't like, you need to do well on this because we want you to be successful. Yeah. Because like, we need funding. So do well on this test. Everyone show up. And we ha- I had a couple teachers that really, it was, it was nice to have them. But I think that they're, they're what made it good, not, not it being public school. Yeah. But that's why I think that I I think the majority of teachers are they don't care about what the how the students do once they leave their class. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, it is sad. And that that's not saying that all teachers are like that, but um no. another thing that I really liked about the small school that I went to was that we had um really cool we got to do really cool things that you wouldn't do at a large school. For homecoming every year, they would light a bonfire next to the football field. Yeah, that we had a bonfire. Illegal. Not illegal. <laughs> we had a bonfire, and we had this giant bonfire pit, and and we did a uh, mud races. They had this section out of the field um, that was surrounding our uh, our school. They had a section of that that they would like. They would like get all the grass off they would like till it and then they would fill it with water so it was just this giant mud pit and we got to do mud races and it was so much fun That's all so the things crazy. that we got to do it was so fun and we had a pond at our school and at lunch i would take my little fishing pole with my buddies and we would go and we would like fish in the pond <laughs> yeah that's I don't know if that is the average school experience. It's I don't not, think it is. but it was great. And that's the only place that I will let my kids go to school because it really shaped me into, into a way I would, if I didn't go to that school in those vital years of like learning who I wanted to be and like becoming the person that I am, I would be in a, such a different position and I would be such a different person and I don't think that I would like the person that I am if I didn't go to that school. Because and my teachers, they they cared about my character. They cared about the way that I acted and the things that I did outside of school. And they would they would call me out. I had this specific teacher who uh she would call me out. She'd be like, You need to like get rid of your attitude. You need to stop thinking about things in such a negative way, and you need to just work your butt off. And I just, I don't think, yeah, I don't think I would be anywhere near the person I am today without that. I would be in such a worse position. And you said that that was a smaller school? Yeah. 
How many people did you have in your class in that? 30, 30 something. Like 34, I think. Yeah. Total. Yeah. So I wonder if, I wonder if that's what it is. Like once a, once a school gets too large, do they become ineffective at, at caring about the students and really, I think so, nurturing them? I think so. Because one teacher can only, Learn the life stories yeah, of so many kids. That's true. Is it too much to expect from teachers to have 30 students every hour for eight hours a day or seven hours a day, whatever it is? Yeah. To have hundreds of students coming in your classroom a day might just be, that might be why teachers just like, I don't care. Make me look good. You know, learn the information. I'm going to give you a test at the end of the day. If you show me, you know it. You move on to the next grade and I'll take on the next class versus like, yeah, one-on-one time with each student is, but mm-hmm. that what that might be what's so great about homeschool is that it's really more, you have the, the benefit of being super tailored in with each kid yeah, versus public school where it's like, you just kind of have to cast a wide net and yeah, hopefully... And Some see, I would succeed. love for Phoebe and Shepard to experience, like, going to school and, like, doing the fun things, like, pajama day and, like, all the all the fun stuff and, like, Forgot being with other stuff. kids. Did you guys have hat day? But, no. You guys probably were just allowed we to wear We had Dr. Hats. Seuss day where we got to wear our pajamas to school and the, for lunch or for breakfast, they would serve green eggs and ham. They would, like, color it with food dye. Yeah. And we, they had bean bags everywhere um, in the gym. And we spent the entire day in the gym for the whole school day reading Dr. Seuss books. That's crazy. As you said, in high school? No, that in elementary school. Okay. I was like, in high school to just read Dr. Seuss and, is kind of crazy. And at Crow in the elementary, the small elementary school, they, uh, I remember this one time we could plan like a our teacher was like, you guys can plan a, a special thing that we get to do. And so we decided that we were, everyone in the class brought tents and we stayed the night at the school in the field in our tents. What in the and world? the teachers let us stay up as late as we wanted. We had s'mores and it, it was just awesome. It was awesome. So that was, I want Phoebe. That was in high school. That was, that was in fifth grade. <laughs> in fifth grade, you were, you were 10 years old sleeping in a field at school? Yeah. I mean, there That's was crazy. parents that were chaperoning and everything. But, like, we got to play. Uh, the teachers brought, um, like, glow sticks, like the glow stick necklaces and stuff. And we got to play hide-and-seek in the dark and tag in the dark, just running around the field. It was so fun. Yeah, that that sounds like a good school. I think that that's probably the exception, though, sadly. Yeah, I don't think that there's any place like it. When I was in fifth grade, where did I go to fifth grade? Um, I don't even remember. But I had, in our, this is how our class worked. I think we had like 30 people in our class and we were all assigned to one teacher. And then mm-hmm. that teacher would, yeah, so they would watch us the whole day and then go through different topics each hour or whatever it was mm-hmm. and I feel like yeah that that was cool um but yeah we didn't do anything like that the most fun we had was like recess and we would play 
football and and that was as fun as those times got we did get uh laptops though i remember that in fifth grade which is kind of crazy yeah i remember sending i had a a girlfriend in fifth grade and i would send her emails (laughs) no you didn't (laughs) yeah i remember i remember i got um i was like writing her an email and she's across the room you know i think the way that i asked her out was i i had like written on a note like do you want to date yes or no like that kind of thing and i didn't even give it to her i'd like had a friend give it to her have you heard this the i think it's george Strait. uh check yes or no it's literally a, a song about that yeah like giving a girl that he likes in fifth grade though or as an yeah, adult he's talking about being a kid okay yeah can you imagine doing that as an adult that that actually might be kind of I'm cute. pretty sure that's what you did to that, me. That might actually be kind of cute as yeah. I was thinking as an adult like Carlos used to write me to. these notes and he would just like leave them everywhere. Yeah. Every day he wrote me a little note and he would draw a little butterfly or a little heart on it. Didn't I I feel like I got you a a wallet or something and had put some in there or something. You bought like me that. A, this purse that I wanted. It was like a purse wallet. Oh yeah. Um where it had like the little slits inside the purse, the card holders, and you filled that with a bunch of notes. I still yeah. haven't opened all of those notes, and they're still in that purse. Oh, that's dangerous. What if one of them was like, "I hate you. Don't speak to me ever again," and you just <laughs> never read it? I don't think I don't think I wrote that. But um, what, what was I saying? Then we got it to oh, I asked fifth grade i had the girlfriend that mm-hmm. so i was writing an email to her and i remember i opened like the emojis tab or whatever and i just started clicking a bunch of hearts and then my teacher came over <gasps> and just saw like a hundred hearts on this email and i don't i don't remember what happened after that i think i just i tried to play it off oh like, my god oh i was just uh playing a joke um sorry you used to email me do you remember that so no. you just like regurgitated what you did with this fifth grade girlfriend to me. <laughs> Revealing all my secrets. I wrote her, I think I wrote her one note and it was, do you want to date? And I think she didn't even respond. I think she, uh, I think she gave me the note back and said like, ask me in person or something. And I was like, oh. And then I don't think I ever ended up asking her until like a couple months later or something. But yeah, I've I've given you better notes than that. Yeah. <laughs> My notes to you were better. I don't remember ever yeah, sending you thoughtful. emails though. Yeah. You would send me emails on the little uh messenger thing on email. Huh? Oh. Oh, on like Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Google message. That's different. Gmail. It was like a chat. It was on Gmail. It was like a chat. It was like a chat, yeah. But uh yeah, I can't stop thinking about auditioning to play Feyre. <laughs> Maybe one day. I want to start so small. Bad. You know what though? I think, you think I could act. I really, I really think I do. I could. Like they give, they give people chances. Yeah. Like you'll hear that's a lot of people will start just like, oh well, I just went and auditioned and they picked me and they thought mm-hmm. I'd look perfect and. Yeah. What would it? Have, I'm sure you've looked into it. What What's the process? So it's through Hulu, um, but they don't have 
like auditions up yet. There's no date set for auditions, I guess. I don't even know if they're going to have auditions because I don't know. Like they haven't picked a cast, but I don't know if they've like already in their mind picked the people that they wanted. Yeah, because I feel like that happens a lot too. Reach out to those people. Yeah, they're like, oh, we want Zendaya and yeah, like all these already famous people. Yeah, you have to find some a show like uh, like Stranger Things where it's like they they basically just created a bunch of Mm. yeah. See, like like Euphoria. Um, I heard that that uh, what was his name? I forgot. He passed away, but he played um, Fez. Fez, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that they literally just saw him walking on the street and they were like, hey, you look perfect for this role that we want to do. And he's like, I've never acted in my life. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Wasn't he a drug addict or something or alcoholic? Or mm, not, I don't think so. I don't know. I'll take that back. Yeah. I don't know how he passed away, but I just thought he I was know like, it was really sudden. Yeah. Un- un- unexpected. Um, But. Yeah. So. If auditions come up, you should just. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. Sarah J. Mass. If you ever see. If anyone knows her too, tag her. Anybody knows. I would love to audition for you. I really think that I could act. I took theater in high school. Um. Whoa. Yeah, I took theater in high school. I would love a. I would love a shot. That's your. That's your whole resume. I would love a shot. And let me say this. If I ever have another child and it is a girl, I am going to name her Feyre. I've already no. decided. PH. Yes. We're be- PH because we're keeping the PH in in our kids' names. PB Shepherd. Her Feyre. her name will be Feyre. Yep. What does Feyre mean? I don't know. Wait a minute. It's just like fairy mixed around. It's F E Y R E. Yeah, but Fairy, yeah. Feyre, Feyre. It sounds like um like an Irish name, kind of. Sounds Feyre. like an Irish person saying Feyre. fairy. How do you say that in an Irish accent? Fairy. No, Feyre. 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 Yeah. I don't think that's Irish. It sounds like Feyre. it would be Irish or Feyre. Scottish. Feyre. 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 We're back at ac- accents again. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode. Um. Uh, yeah, good conversation. I feel like that that went well. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Where, Sarah J. Mass, I would love to audition. Wherever it goes, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I maybe you can start practicing your acting skills just randomly throughout the day and yeah. we'll see. Just go into character. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes me think of La La Land where what's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She went in she the beginning of the movie is she's trying to get a role for for something. Yeah. And she goes in auditions. She like spilled coffee all over herself and she's like wearing a coat, but she had like black pants and a white shirt, like a button up shirt or something. Mm-hmm. And then she goes in auditions and they're just like ignoring her basically. Yeah. Cause, and then she walks out to the hall and there's a bunch of other girls that look exactly like her. Yeah. Like they all have red hair white button-up shirt and black pants and yeah so uh, you say that like it matches you but i just picture that like you go and audition and there's going to be a hundred other girls that are five two with yeah brown but hair. you know what i have that those girls don't have me trauma 
you think that that's a that qualifies you for yeah i've been through some sheesh Duh. yeah i have and i relate to pharaoh because i went from my parents literally being rich living in a giant house to having absolutely nothing that happened to me that's part of my story is i went from having everything as a child to having nothing having nothing before i let you audition for this role is there any uh sexual things that she does yes how many people does she kiss two and and does it go further than that sorry three because she kisses three different people in the beginning she's like with this guy i don't even know if she kisses him but she's like with this guy that it's like just like for benefits or whatever but it doesn't really go into detail on like them like doing it or anything but like there's two people specifically that she like gets dirty with huh right but i'm thinking are they fairies yes all right then i'm cool with that i'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) is it is one a wolf no that's kind of weird but i'm thinking like if i were to do that if i were to audition and possibly yeah possibly get a role Stunt or double. Body double. For like the you call it a stunt double. Body double. That's what I meant. I think it's, it's body stunt. double. But yeah, um, like obviously like for the parts that are like my face, like yeah, I could do that. But like for the like nitty gritty parts, like the nitty gritty getting down and dirty. I don't know if I would be comfortable with that. It's not like you're actually doing it and they make you wear stuff so that you're not like actually naked and exposed. But I don't know. I think of, I uh, think I definitely would have to. This body's not made for TV. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> After two kids, mm, yeah. no. <laughs> the it makes me think of Game of Thrones when Cersei wasn't like, her body CGI. Yeah, she was yeah. naked walking through the streets, and it, they had just basically placed her head on yeah. another woman's body. Yeah, why can't I just do that? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> or just yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Survivor is the way to go. No, I want to play favor. <laughs> but what if they're like shooting in like the UK or something crazy like that? Yeah, I would. That would be insane. Then I would probably have to take care of the kids. It depends how much you make. If they offer you like $10 million to play this <laughs> character for the next. Because there's five books. Yeah. So they'd probably have at least a few seasons out of that. Mm-hmm. Give you a couple million dollars, I'd be like, all right, I'll watch. The, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. If you made millions, I'll I'll be stay-at-home dad. I'll watch the kids. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned to see where my acting dreams of playing Feyre yeah. Archeron go. See wherever it goes. <laughs> I like where this uh this conversation got. Yeah, me too. Wherever it got, <laughs> goad. Went. Went. <laughs> I like where this went. Um, but yeah, uh let us know what we should what we should talk about. We need we need help. If you know someone or if you are interested in being interviewed by us, we'd like to have conversations with more people. I'd like to speak to people who are qualified in things like homeschooling or um marriage, um counseling, finances would be cool. Um, if if you're listening and you know anyone who would be perfect for that, 
then let us know reach out to us dm us whatever it is thank you guys for listening we love you guys and uh see you in a week yes bye peace